and we're back. Hello. We are here. Uh, again. Luckily. Yes. We've, we've, we've. The world hasn't burned down yet. Not yet. I'm surprised California's not doing as well. No, they're, they're well, still. They're burning. They're just not. And they, they blame. Completely burnt. They, they blame everyone but themselves. Yeah. They, they blame everybody but the people that started the fires. Well, there's arsonists. And then, you know, it's just accidents happen also. Yeah, there were, there were arsons. There were accidental fires. Yeah. Not to mention the neglect of... of well, we've talked about yeah, we've the talked logging about, situation. Yeah, no, no, no logging. You're not on. actually allowed to... They you know, get the dead wood. Even if a tree's dead, you're not yeah, allowed to just, cut it. Just, well, well, it's a dead tree. Cut it right there. Doing a lot because of good. who are we to interfere with nature? With nature. People have this misconception that humans only do harm. No. Well, I like to use the um, I like to use hunters. Yeah, as, that's that's as, the as go to a... analogy, but it's it, that's not the only one. So no, but that's so, the most for example, visible in Pennsylvania. Deer. Mm-hmm. are terrible. Oh, there's They're tons. pests. Tons and of them. And you, if you don't keep the population in check, the deer will, A, they'll eat all the crops. There'll be way too many of them. Yeah. They'll eat all of their food. Mm-hmm. They'll eat all of the food that other animals need. And then you'll have, if you don't, if you do nothing about it, it becomes this repeating pattern of we, growth and death and misery and we're actually inst- seeing instability it becomes instable yes. instable or we're actually seeing rather. the results of that instability right now because of chronic wasting disease um there's the the overpopulation of deer has caused disease amongst the the herds uh because with any species uh when 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 um the herds get to a certain size um, humans are a very good example of this. Disease spreads through very quickly. Yeah, because they're quickly. they're in closer contact. Yes. It's a another situation where that happens is, and this is actually why we use pesticides so heavily. When you have one big plot of land with one kind of crop, mm-hmm. corn, soybeans, yes. or whatever, you're going to you're going to attract <clears throat> the pests that feed on those yep. and then they just spread through the whole field yep. like wildfire and and the, the the to to that point if you if you homogenize your crops meaning one yeah, one crop you make it really easy for yes. one specific pest to yes. a wipe adapt, out everything adapt to that crop to only so the so the the it's it's short-term evolution basically yes. is what will happen you'll have a small population that becomes adapted to the crops that you've got the specific species of tomato or whatever sure. it happens to be sure and then you can't you won't be able to grow that one anymore because immediately it'll just become infested yes and um yeah that's the big that's the big problem um right now with yeah. the deer is especially in the philly area because obviously you're in um a densely populated area i think i think i've mentioned this before they're actually um they actually sell licenses you you can get special urban hunting licenses oh and they have urban deer yes uh, <laughs> so you go into the suburbs um and you can buy a license and mm-hmm. people will let you hunt in their backyards yeah and and you know for those of you who and it's archery only obviously you don't want firearms in, if the, you're, in the suburbs if but. you're anti-gun if you're anti-hunting if you think people don't need to hunt a there's we can't all live off 
meat that comes from a farm. Well, yeah. It's just not. I was just sometimes say, you have to, you know, go out and kill something in the wild, and that that if, meat in the grocery store comes from somewhere. So somewhere, <laughs> yeah. And growing it on a farm, a that if you're for if you're against cruelty to animals, living growing up living on a farm. Oh, is, the farm is way worse. It's than not. Hunting. It's not better, especially. The, and you could say, well, then people just shouldn't eat meat, and that's. You're never gonna no. convince everybody. To, that's an impossible problem. No, nope, you, you, you want to create a perfect situation. That's just not. You can happen. tear B, my meat from B, my cold dead hands. Just oh. driving around, I have seen more deer this year just on the highway, littering. You know, there'll be. I've seen more, probably twice as many roadkill deer this year than in recent years. If you don't want to see that, you need to support hunters because. Hunters keeping the population down prevents deer from trying to, you know, if there's just fewer deer, they won't be running across the road, hitting cars, causing damage to your vehicle and mine, and just leaving unsightly corpses on the road. Yeah. Somebody could have, you know, that deer could have died in a much more humane way, by which I mean instantly. Instantly. Instead of getting hit by a vehicle and probably laying there in torture and misery in the hot sun getting eaten bloating bloating for an hour before it actually passes away yep now the other the other side of that coin uh is obviously if you don't like your insurance premiums the reason why insurance is so high in pennsylvania is because every time somebody smacks a deer the insurance companies have to pay for the repairs on the cars if the if the person goes through insurance to do that which a yep. lot of people will do because yep. they can't afford to just pay it out not, of pocket and yeah things or like if that not everybody knows a guy not yeah a, not everybody has a connection at the junkyard yeah and let's be honest parts. even if you even if you do know a guy you get you get you take your check from the insurance company and then you get your guy to do it and keep the money <laughs> sometimes that's what you do I'm, now my my insurance company they don't like that Oh, no insurance they, company likes that. They have well, they have a system set up. That's they, called fraud. Well, it is to some degree. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's a they they have this system set up where you have to report where you took it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, a lot of times now, insurance companies will reimburse you. Yeah, you which kind that's of that's bullshit. Sucks. I mean, you pay. Here's here's where I get about that. I pay in. Like you pay I your premiums. How much? You to, never use. You never ever. Every the insurance month, companies are a profitable business every because month you I never pay, use what you put in. Like every month, I pay like over a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And if if once every couple years, why would my premium go up? First of all, I pay a five hundred dollar deductible. Sure. And now I've given you how much in the past two years? I've given exactly. you like twenty four hundred dollars or something. The repair didn't cost that much. Exactly. I've already paid. So unless the repair costs three thousand dollars it doesn't make sense for my premiums to go up i understand you have to pay people to do paperwork and shit like that but i've paid you so you've got three thousand of my dollars yeah and give me some back yeah and that's the whole purpose for you paying in insurance is so that when shit does happen yeah to guarantee to guarantee that it'll be taken care of especially if it were your fault it, yeah, right. Especially if it were your fault. Yeah. That's what insurance so, is for. So if you want your insurance premiums to be less, yeah, hunters need to hunters kill need more to deer. Kill more deer, or and other things. Pack your just keep the population in check. It's just status quo, and they put they put strict limits on how many you can. Absolutely, you have to get a permit for each and every one. You get and when one the deer. permits run out, nobody's allowed to shoot more deer. No, nope. you can't. There's 
doe season yep. there's buck season mm-hmm. it's not just a free-for-all the people i feel like most of the people that have a problem with hunting don't, don't understand, understand isn't now amen isn't that the the fucking deal with everything just about people that don't under people you that have don't understand it, guns don't understand are for gun control yeah. people that don't understand hunting I are against love... the, are against hunting they you just... know you know that i don't pick sides I know you do. You, you're you're very you're very. I try to be neutral. fair and unbiased very... because I feel that that's the right way, and everybody and it be. everybody has a voice and an opinion. Some of them are ill informed, but we don't know that until those people speak up anyway. Yes. So that we can know where they're lacking. But I I do, the cynic in me, really loves any any form or comeuppance any 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 <laughs> any form of it any any when direction whether due. it's one side or the other. i You're love a watching fan of karma i love i love watching videos of people trying typically whether you call it a, call them a leftist or a liberal whatever they say they're going to show how corrupt and wrong the process is that you have to go through to get a gun oh, and then they try to do it, it. And get oh, denied. and it just takes like months. Yeah. What do you mean? It's a, it's there's nothing wrong with the process. <laughs> it's not easy. No, the process it's is not per- easy. It's now, not perfect. There can be some improvements, yeah, but well, if, it works if, pretty here's, good. Here's the thing: if everybody is always doing the job that has been prescribed to them, good point. Good. Nothing point. usually. It's very difficult for some something to go wrong and for somebody to get a gun that they shouldn't unless that person lies. Yes. Or and, and somebody convicted didn't do their felons, job. Convicted felons have lied and gotten guns. Oh, yeah, it's, it it's happens. funny. They falsify paperwork. Criminals yeah, I know. lie. Isn't that weird? Wild. <laughs> it's it's crazy. But yeah, it's just, you know, if you're if you're skeptical, if you think there's something wrong with the process, just you don't have to buy, buy the it. gun. Just go through the just go through the process. Just get get, get a permit. Just get approved mm-hmm. to have a concealed carry. And it's in this state, we actually we we touched on this last week. It's open carry. You can have a gun. You no can permit open carry. Required. No permit required. If yes. you wanna if you wanna carry it in a vehicle or conceal it in any way. Yes. It's not necessarily it's the vehicle. It's you have that to be careful with that. The fact that it's concealed. I do wanna just just for and the education a, of our it's listeners. A, it's a what is it? L T R F. Yeah, the license license to, to conceal a firearm. Oh, LTCF. Yes. Yeah, this is what they call. Um, uh, and there was an issue that we wanted to touch. I on believe in in Lycoming this. County they just call it an LTC, a license to carry. Um, but but officially it, in the state yeah. legislation, it's LTCF, LTCF or something I think along is those what lines. They call it. I want to make a caveat here. People need to be very careful in Pennsylvania because the wordage of the laws. Um, it's very ambiguous as to whether a holster is considered open carry or concealed. I would say oh, that. Yeah, that, it's, it's a gray area. It's it really the depends. laws in this state are weird because we call them statutory. We yeah. say that it's the word of the law that is right, not yeah. whatever spirit you think the law was written. Yes. in. it's the word. However, then that becomes interpretation see later on it, it always becomes interpretation no matter whether it's the spirit of law or the word of the law it right becomes, now it becomes interpretation from what i understand it it's up it, it, it really comes down to it's up to the officer exactly. at the time of arrest and, and then that's the sort judge, of a, not a great no thing and the judge has to then determine later on so so that's why yeah, i say so exercise if, caution. so if an officer writes you a ticket 
and you appear in court, then it's up to the judge. judge. If you don't appear in court, you just pay the ticket. You obviously, just, you're conceding. Yes. You could just concede. Yeah. If you don't have the time. But if you go and make a case, and you know, let's say it was in a holster, you could say, well, I can't just walk around with the gun in my hand the whole time it certainly is i would say a holster you know if if it would depend on the holster i think if a who doesn't know what a gun holster is and looks like if somebody's got on first of all the belt is different Mm -hmm. second of all the whole it's this big chunky thing on it's it's called a sidearm for a reason yeah and the reason the reason it's ambiguous i'm going to give the law a little bit of the benefit of the doubt here the reason why it's ambiguous is because you can get inside the waist holsters. Where the oh, holster well, that's clearly the, concealed. That's clearly concealed. If it's on the outside of your clothing, yes. to, in my mind, the unless you've got – see, like I could see – yes, it's down to interpretation. Probably it's down to interpretation for better because – anybody could wear a backpack and claim it's a holster there you go that's not a no they make backpack holsters they yeah. make purse well holsters. if it's if it's but just for the gun and the gun is on the outside clearly visible, visible that's then legal. not sure and that's why but it's if it's ambiguous. in something that normally wouldn't be for the purpose of carrying a firearm i could understand that is definitely concealed what's the what sorry when we when we say concealed mm-hmm that's for the intent of hiding it. Yes. A holster is not hiding a gun. That's advertising this is a holster. It's for now, a gun. A, a pack, if you're carrying the gun on your back, obviously they make things to do that, and mm-hmm. it's fairly obvious that it's a gun, especially yes. if it's in a, if it's in a, a military-style rifle. A shoulder sling. That's immediately recognizable, and that's not concealed at all. in any way. Yes. If, if I can look at you and see you have a gun, in my mind, that's not concealing it. If I see a guy with a backpack on... If there's a gun in there, the point is that I don't know he has a gun. Yes. I should know he has a gun. Yes. As long as it's clearly obvious that you have a gun, that's legal. As now, soon as you do something to hide it, again, you don't have a permit. Playing, playing devil's advocate and giving the benefit of the doubt again, on an, on an outside-the-waist holster, your shirt could come loose. And over, cover over the holster, and now it's concealed. That's your negligence. Exactly. I think in my mind, you need to be tucking that shirt in so yes. that that's not even a possibility. But to and that, that point. And then, see, if somebody's walking around with a real baggy shirt, and the gun is in a holster on the outside of the pants, but it's under the shirt, as I said before, if it's under your clothes, it's under your clothes. Yeah, it's concealed. And that's concealed. And I could, and then that would be, you could easily get a ticket for that. My, my, my point, I think, that I'm trying to make is, is you're better off just getting the license to carry. Yeah. Just to be safe now, because there are caveats to the open there carry are, law. There are costs, and it's a 20, process. $20 every five years in Pennsylvania. Yeah. In Lycoming County. Yeah. $20 and for you, five years. You do need to go through a background check. You have to go to the sheriff's office and apply. Yeah, uh, the, the entire the entire they'll process. make a good faith effort, as they say, yep. to determine that you are not a villain. Yes, they have three days. Yes, uh, in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania is what's known as a shall issue state. Is it three days? Yes. So they have three days, um, a, a total of two weeks. I thought it was forty-five. What's no. the forty-five day thing? I don't know what that is, but they have. 
it's a reasonable amount of time and I'm well you've been through it yeah more than I have they have I've only ever got they have so once. many times I'm not gonna put a uh, let's just say for the sake of argument you're correct uh, I I don't know what the well the reason is, I say that is it, it had something to do with what's going on in Philly right now okay that we wanted to talk about I yeah. know you wanted to talk about it yeah um so Philly in Philadelphia they're they've got this whole They've got this whole thing upside down. So, yes. So, yes. So, according to Pennsylvania state law, you, which apparently Philadelphia sometimes thinks they don't have to follow Pennsylvania state law, but yeah. they do. I have I have issue with that, and I'll get to that. Yeah. So they have. So the so the way that it works is the the sheriff or commissioner or whoever is the head of the police department has to approve. Within three, within if if they don't decline within three days, it they ha have to it's, issue. It's approved, right? Yes, Pennsylvania is a will issue state. If they don't find within a reasonable amount of time, then they have to issue. Philadelphia is getting around this, so the way that the law is worded is they have to issue within three days of receiving the application. In Philadelphia, if you even want to fill out an application, you have to go to a separate office, <clears throat> yes. which is the Philadelphia. Uh, what is it? They have a separate division. I don't remember the name. The Philadelphia Gun Control Board or whatever we want to call it for the time being until Mike's looking up the name. But yeah. they have a separate office for that. And the, the – which is technically not they, – they're not allowed – I can't say they're not allowed to do it, but it's not in the law that they can do that. But the sheriff basically defers this duty to this separate office. They are. They have limited hours right now. You can't even go in to fill out an application to begin the process. So, yes, they have to, within a reasonable amount of time, issue once they receive the application. But they're not letting anybody fill out an application right yes. now, which is totally against. Yeah, 100% the, against. A, it's against the spirit of the law. But as we said... The law in Pennsylvania is okay. statutory. Is it forty-five? It is forty-five. Okay. I apologize. 45 I don't days. know what the three days. So, is. but so, and the reason so, so this basically Philadelphia Police Department is getting sued by um, the state of Pennsylvania and the Pennsylvania Gun Owners Gun Owners of America Gun Owners of America. That's yep. what it is on behalf of the state Gun, of Pennsylvania, yeah. I guess. And they're being sued because they're not even allowing anybody to fill out an application. So to, to fill out an application, you first go through a long interview process. Yep. So you fill out the application, and then when you submit it, they interview you. Or or maybe I have that backwards. They interview you, and then they let you fill out an application. But yeah, if, they, if they, as part of this interview process, determine that you shouldn't get an application, then you can't even apply. Yes. Is that not? That's the way it works. Yes. Which is, uh, or it's, first of all, it's that's considered, It's considered a denied application. Well. Now, here's. Sure. I want to make this caveat real quick. Pennsylvania, in their constitution, has a provision that, um, I believe it was an amendment that was passed by the General Assembly, uh -huh. that no, no gun law shall supersede state law. 
So municipalities. Well, the Pennsylvania Constitution yes. should supersede but, any but what I mean is, municipal anything if it's if it's conflicting. What I mean is, way. is the amendment states that no municipality, uh, county, or local government can make a law that contradicts state law. State law, gun gun right. laws specifically, have to be uniform across the entire state. So well, this so what they're doing in Philly doesn't really contradict. What's in the Pennsylvania Constitution, but it does it, circumvent it, does, it in a way. It, it, the re the reason I say it does though is because there's nothing in there's nothing in the gun laws that require this interview this process. this interview yeah. process and this application. That you should not. There's nothing nothing before this. Um, how do I? Yeah, the word interview this? process is not considered part of a good faith when effort, the law was written worded in Pen the Pennsylvania Constitution when the law was written it was never considered that anyone would be restricted from actually filling out the application yeah and that's so, how they're that's how they're circumventing it. it so long story short if you want to apply it, you're looking at two years out yeah isn't it 2022 2022 they have the they have appointments so you have to call and I believe this is due to budget cuts and COVID yes. restrictions. The office where you would normally go, A, has restricted hours. B, has um, – they in, – in the, in the complaint, in the criminal complaint, they word – there's a there's – a, one bullet point that they have in there that is on – how do they word it? On knowledge and – assumption or something like that yeah I'm not they, exactly so sure the, the people who are putting the complaint in it it sounds like or it reads as though they have called many times what they said was it seems like they have one person answering two phones because one phone will just ring forever yep and the other one's always busy so the point and is they, and it took them several tries hours and hours of calling just to get through to make an appointment and then when they were able to make an appointment it was out to January of 2022 or something insane like that. The point is, is to the, even a fill out the application to begin the process that would then require them to issue or decline within 45 days. But that, but that 45 days doesn't start until you submit an application and you can't even do that yes. for another year and a half. What we need to do real quick is we need to go over the history of how this law was even accepted. Um, the Constitution of Pennsylvania and the Constitution of the United States, in my opinion, is clear. Um, shall not be infringed. It, no ifs, ands, mm -hmm. or buts. A in my opinion, any this gun is, law is an infringement. Well, this process that's happening right now absolutely is an infringement. So what I mean if, by that Because is, you can't even start the reason, 45 days. So there... I don't know if anyone knows this, but it, this is something that used to happen in United States history. Hasn't happened for a while, but politicians used to compromise. Um, <laughs> so what they did was is um, the, the conservative members of Pennsylvania didn't want any um, restrictions on gun ownership. You, you shouldn't have to have a concealed weapons permit. They thought you should just be able to have your gun um, and yeah. do what you want to do. The more um, progressive... Uh, people in the General Assembly said, hey, we have to have 
permits for these. We need to know who has guns and where they have. So they compromised and said, okay, we'll have these applications, but if somebody fills out an application, we can't use that application process to hinder them from getting their weapons. So you have 45 days to issue them a permit. If in 45 days you can't give me a good reason as to why they shouldn't have a permit, they get their permit. Mm -hmm. And that was the compromise. Well, now they're going they're completely in bad faith going around that compromise by not even allow people allowing people to fill out the application Indeed. which you've you've spelled out already i'm not going to go back into that right. but that's that's the big problem here is that we've come to an agreement um and i think this is why politicians don't compromise anymore because they just kick the can down the road and eventually you're going to get to the point where either one side or the other is going to abuse uh what they've agreed upon to get their means uh-huh anyway definitely well it's a it's happening that 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 form of corruption right now is happening at every level every level of government at every it's level just in people every seat. do not want to work work with each other anymore nope. and, and they want to find a way around we the I, law. I i kind of touched on this a little bit before we started recording i've got friends of mine that it's really getting hard to to listen to them Mm -hmm. because they're so absolutely polarized to one side or the other so i've you know i've got a few friends who they and i and really this is true of either side so i'll keep this generic yeah they just trust the people in their camp absolutely they trust them absolutely and they absolutely do not trust the people on the other side and there are so many you can get on YouTube right now and you can probably find a hundred videos of the and the title will be something like people hated these Trump quotes until, until they, they found, found out, out it was Obama. Ruth Bader Ginsburg or Obama or, or, Obama Biden. or, or Biden. Yep. They hated this thing Trump said until they found out Trump wasn't the one who said it or they hated conservative hates this thing Kamala Harris said, said until, until they he finds out, out Trump Trump said it or yep. bush said it or whoever the fuck and it's like oh, don't get me you shouldn't be deciding what that to me those are people who just they're they don't think they're not yep. thinking at all they are they are immediately so and so said it their evil must be wrong yes. that is there's no it's it is literally a sh- it's it's they've short-circuited the process trump said it so it's bad Yes. Or Biden or, said it. Man bad. So it's so it's bad. Sniffy man bad. Or whoever Obama did it must be bad. And that's, you know, there's a ton of stuff Trump's doing that Obama did, you know, not as bad. There's a bu- there's st- stuff Trump's doing that Obama did worse. Well, the biggest the biggest example of that, that would be Trump the has... detentions at the at the border. Obama Obama started that program and he detained more, if not the same amount. When more Obama people. was for. When Obama was for border control, the left was for border control. Yes. You let me leftists. You can't you have a- want you want open borders because you want to be accepting and I I understand. Is it great? So when somebody when a when a let's say a Mexican or a Colombian individual comes to this country, if they come legally Wonderful. Let's well let's just let me let me just lay this out. Okay. If you got the floor, my the, friend, the the person who wants into America will say from any country doesn't matter because I don't. It, it really doesn't. We'll they just come say here, from Mars. They're from they, Mars. They come here 
legally, okay, it takes longer. Sure. It sure. does. It does. And it's They expensive. have to be vetted a little bit. We want to know. The, the biggest thing is, are they trying to escape, you know, persecution, they, persecution in their own country? Because if they, if, if it's a rapist and they're fleeing because they got caught, Mm-hmm. then we need to know that this person is somebody who, no, you have to go answer for the crimes in your own country before you come here. And it's not a, we don't want you because you're a rapist. It's, you did something wrong. Maybe you you can't, didn't do it. You can't just come here. You, you have to stand trial there first. You can't, we don't, it's not our jurisdiction to decide whether or not. So you have something pending that you have to do. And then if, if you're fine there, then by all means, you're, we, we want you. Yes. But you have to face whatever. Now, if they come here legally and let's say let's say they try to get here legally and they don't they don't have any they don't have any of that. They're not a criminal. They're not facing anything back home. That's fine. Yes, it takes a little bit longer, but the justification for that process is the following. If someone comes here illegally, they cannot apply for a job legally. They cannot get paid a legal wage. They cannot get paid minimum wage. They work for pennies on the dollar for what they would work for if they could go through the process, if they had gone through the process. So when you say that you want somebody to just be able to come here and if if they're crossing the border illegally, if they're getting here illegally, if they're not a recognized citizen, if they're not on paper, they then are forced to work for less. Yes. And and the fact that they're here illegally is why they're working for less. Okay? If we just have an open border, America becomes an asylum for people who've done bad things mm-hmm. to escape judgment for those crimes. They can just do whatever the hell they want wherever they happen to be today and just and then they're going to come here because the border's open and they know that they can just get paid a regular wage and start a new life that's not okay Mm. they can't they can't and okay you could say well then if they do something wrong here they'll face judgment for that here but now they're how but now they're on a the, the difference is is now now they've come here and they've done something wrong here that okay well and great what's to stop them what is to stop them if they they can just leave Come back, make up a different name, start a new new life. Yeah. Because the border's open. Yeah. They could abuse that forever. Forever and ever you and ever. Can't, you can't just have, and I apologize for the dryer in the background. Oh, is that what, if you is that what hear that, that noise is? Yeah, that's the, oh, sorry, it's the washing machine. Okay. It's I, well, the I, washing I wasn't machine. sure if maybe the air conditioner was going still. No. Or... Here, let me shut this but, door. Yeah, but at any rate, I, I get exactly what you're saying, and I've been saying this for forever. Um, we've we've said it ad ad nauseum on the podcast that I support immigration. The reason why the United States is the, is the greatest country on the planet is because of the melting it's, pot. It's made up of all walks of life, as and, it should. And, be. and the greatest parts of all civilizations yes. have come here over time. It should be that this is. I mean. If we are truly accepting of all ethnicities, and I think that we do better than other countries, you know, people yeah. can get people can talk about racism in America. It's only apparent here. Racism is a universal human Trait. issue. Yes, and absolutely. we've touched on this, and it's just because we analyze everything visually, and that's just our tendency. You cannot get away from that. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make it 
justifiable no. rationally, no. but it's automatic, and I think and there's very little to, let's that make you a can quick do distinction too between between racism and acknowledging differences between human beings. Well, let let me finish this point. Sure. My point is, in Sweden, for example, I always use Sweden as the example. Sweden is primarily Swedish, like they're all just it's 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 well well above ninety percent that they're all pretty much it's a pretty well homogenized so they're not going to be racist they're not presented with other races races to be racist against we've got to take a break okay um well so more more on this when we come back uh we're going to take a quick break um and then uh when we come back we'll finish up uh on uh, the immigration issue and then we'll touch in on the um the 25th amendment uh stuff like that so when we come back uh more on issues with immigration and uh we'll start touching on the new laws about the 25th amendment uh so we'll be right back and we're back a little break yep okay um, so so yeah finish so your thought there we left on Immigration. So my real point is, America, because we we do have the people the people who talk about how restrictive America's borders are, there. I suppose if you strictly look at the numbers of denied applications or those who are pending, it's a big number. It's a big number because lots of people want to be here. Yeah. Well, I mean, to that point, the reason why Harvard is so prestigious is because of the number of people it denies yeah i wonder if the people the same people who want open borders would be for open applications to all colleges no matter which college you want to go to you should be able to get there you know there's a big oh, absolutely. there's a big problem right now i can guarantee you they'd be the for the, all a, for that there's a big problem right now where so the the dropout rate among African-American students in college is higher because those students are being accepted into colleges, into curriculum that they that they cannot, that they're not ready for, they're not prepared for because their scores are getting boosted. They're getting accepted based on their race and not their ability. I'm not saying they couldn't get accepted on ability. I'm saying they're being placed higher and being set up for failure. Yes. Okay, it's very rare. Um, and I want to be clear, you're not you're not saying that they're they're being set up for failure because African Americans can't do engineering. No, it's because of those particular students no. were accepted into something because yeah, of I'm, their race I'm, and not I'm, because of their scores. Is, I'm not. I'm saying that there is a racial issue that we're trying to address, and in doing so, we create an another racial. No, we create an individual issue because this person, black, white, Asian, whatever, yeah, is now somewhere they shouldn't be because we, you know, just because you, it's like putting somebody, I understand creating an opportunity, putting somebody into the wrong program eliminates an opportunity. Well, what about the racism on the other side? They're denying Asians because Asians are doing better than other races and they they want to have more diversity and and have Asians, more Asians really break the uh, white privilege narrative a lot. They, they they really do. Asians are white 
when they do well and they're not white when yeah. in areas. It's, that it's they funny do, that, and that's just how it's. They worded. do the same thing with um, with um, Jewish the Jewish population. <laughs> kind of when when it when when they're doing when well, they're doing they're well, they're filthy white Jews. Yeah, when they're when they're not doing so well, then they're underprivileged. Then they're Jews. yeah, then they're underprivileged <laughs> and they're a minority. It's 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 you know, amazing. That, it just you really have to pay attention to who's talking mm-hmm. and their own personal motivations. And I was just talking about this. Um, that we, I have trouble, I have trouble reading headlines, no matter where it's coming from. My immediate reaction is, well, of course you are going to say. Of course that. you're going to say. Yeah, that. yeah. Of course you're going to say that. And that's true on on both sides. Both sides. But anyway, yeah. The headlines I, are made to so, be sensational. As far as as far as immigration is concerned, America should be like the capital of humanity. Yeah. In in essence, and that's not a, that's not an an American pride thing. That's a, I want there to be, I don't need it to be America. I just want there to be a place in the world that all walks of life can come to. I mean, just the plaque on Ellis Island. Yeah. Right? Yep. That's what I want. You don't get that with open borders. No. What you get with open borders is chaos because you just have anybody coming through. And, you know, I want somebody who came here from India with nothing to be paid a fair wage. If they're not on paper, they can't, you know, their employer can pay them as little as mm. they want because now this person can't seek legal recourse exactly. to say that they're not being oh, paid a fair exactly. wage. I, I want them to to have the ability to go get a lawyer and say, you know, lots of lawyers will go will do it pro bono if they get a cut at the end of it. Yep. They'll do that. And if you maybe they don't all do it, but you can find one who will. You can find a public defender. Absolutely. Right. You can you can and at least you can then it's an it'll be an open and shut case. You say here's here's what I've been paid for the last you know six months, and it doesn't even it's not even close to minimum wage. And then they say, well, then you they'll they'll say to the employer, well, you have to pay this person at least minimum wage. And you know they can do that. But if they're not if they came here illegally, there's no way they can ever do that. And I, I'm willing it's, to be corrected. My so point is, people it's can, not good for anybody. People can write in and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I do believe to maintain your membership in the bar, you have to uh, you have to maintain a certain number of pro bono hours. Oh, really? Yeah. I, oh, be- I, didn't, I, be- I, I did not know the, that. I believe the bar requires that you do so much pro you bono You have work. to do stuff pro bono. Well, yeah. that's that's interestingly ethical yeah coming from coming the, from the bar yeah well no, no let's people call the ethics no, of lawyers into lawyers question a lot. lawyers are unethical the bar is the is the organization that keeps them ethical the bar sets the standard the bar so to speak, that yeah i get, get it see, see i that? get it <sighs> but that's what it is the bar sets the standard yeah, so yeah. so yeah you're the bar requires that you do so much pro bono work well, that's good per year, which is that's great. I, I think that's wonderful. Yeah. Um, so. So, yeah, I want I want no matter what race or whatever, in my mind, we're all human. We need to be treated fairly. That means applying the same rules. You can't just have open borders because then now, people will abuse that. And I want to make a point cetera, here quick, too. Um, and I, I'm a, I'm kind of attacking the left here, but it it, 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 it it's that's not my point. Uh, the point that I want to make is is that the left, with their with their open borders and all that stuff, they prop up the Nordic countries as the example for socialism 
for the the way things should work. It's check so in, hard to get in there. <laughs> check out their immigration policy. It's yeah. You you almost have to be white. Well, you and some of them, if you want to be a citizen, you yeah, you must you have be, to be ethnically ethnically whatever. We'll use Sweden. Yeah. Um, if you want to be a Swedish citizen, you have to have a certain percentage of Swedish ancestry, or else you cannot be yeah. a citizen. Yeah. What? My, here's my point. What does an American <laughs> look like? A human. You can't. You can't yes. tell me what an American looks like because we look like everybody. Yeah. America is not a white country. It just happens to have a majority of white people in it. And I. Personally, I don't care. I don't care. It could the ratio could be flipped. It could, and I don't care. I don't care, as long as everybody's treated the same. I want America to be a human country. Yes. Not white. Not white. Or black, or what? anything. It doesn't matter. That's what. That's my vision. We could. We can talk all day about how how the country formed. Mm -hmm. We can't change that. No. What we can change, is. We can just we can start today doing it correctly. Well, even even Frederick. If you think that the way America came about was wrong, you know, slavery, white privilege, whatever. But we can going forward, we can just start applying things consistently. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I will defend the founding fathers till till my death, because yes, they own slaves. That's a black eye. However, they knew at the time slavery was evil. And they created a country um, that abolished slavery. They, we were the first. We were the first country, the first Western country, to abolish slavery. And then everyone else followed suit. I may be off. Britain, I think the UK. Britain might have beat us to it by, by a year or two. It's close. I'd be, I'm, you know what, I'm fine. Let's say, let's say they did it first. Yeah. That's great too. But we were that the first mean... ones to say all men are created equal. You know how controversial that statement was when they wrote it down? All men are created equal. Well, we can't know exactly how controversial. It, well, how you can live then, can, but you can read papers from the day and read read um, you can read people's journals and letters to their families. There is a reason that that period of time is known as the Enlightenment. Yes, and, and you could say. That America, you know, you could say that certain African cultures had this figured out thousands of years before. Mm -hmm. That doesn't lessen the accomplishment. No. In my mind. It's because it's an important, no matter when it happens, it's an important thing to recognize. We can't, we can't go backwards. I really feel like I can't agree on principle with the statement black lives matter because it is ex it's an exclusive thing to say yes. i understand the point that yes. is that we're you're not trying arguing. to make we're not saying black lives don't matter we 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 fully understand that black lives matter i did hear i did hear i, I do want to say this i did hear a very good argument uh for black lives matter and it and it made sense to me the original meaning behind right black the lives original matter. meaning at what it is right now is They've Just gone so far crass. past that. It's not. But the point was. It's been hijacked. Is how they. Okay. So put yourselves in the position of an African-American. I'm not even going to say that. I hate saying that word. Put yourself in the position of a black American. 
black Americans more accurate. I think it is because African American, I think, is insulting. These I'm people not, have never been to Africa. I'm not, most of them. I'm not German. If you're from America, or Irish, or, or if or you're from Africa and you you yeah. immigrated from Africa to America, great. You're, I still don't. You even, are definitely African American. Yes, I, I still don't like that. Once you're a fucking citizen, you're an American. I don't care where you came from. <laughs> Once you're a citizen, you're a fucking American. I don't care if you came from Europe. I, I don't could, care if you well, came from the moon. You're an American. See, and Stop I wouldn't qualifying. I wouldn't. I don't. Personally, I don't. I wouldn't call somebody a Japanese American. No. I think, in my mind, I mean, if if you want to recognize your Japanese heritage, yes. That's that's fine. and if you want if you want me to call you Japanese sure. sure that's your thing, but I feel I feel like it's a little racist it, I because do. it shouldn't matter. It doesn't matter to me that you're Japanese in the sense that I'm going to treat you just like anybody. It's just I I I have to I have to base my assessment of you on nothing having to do with race. I have yes. there's a. There's a long list of stuff, but none of them have to do Nothing, with race. None of them have anything to do with where your ancestors were born. Mm -hmm. you, you know, that, that has nothing to do with you as a person. And, and that just the term African-American and Japanese-American and Chinese, it just gets under my skin. I hate that. But my, my bigger point is, put yourselves in the skin of, of a black American, and it's, it's an uncomfortable place to be. That I could, we need well, to change. I could imagine it would be uncomfortable when everybody your entire life is telling you that somebody's trying to put you down. That's true. And I'm not saying that it's untrue that people are out there who will do that. Yes. But they are the exception. They are they the are exception. Not the they rule. are not the rule. We have laws against it. We can't, you know, it's, you're sort of legitimizing it. Kind of. By making the claim that that is such a powerful force. I, I understand racism is an influence, but it is not the most powerful determining factor yeah. in anything. But the but the not today. The original thought of it was is okay. It, to 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 the community of Black Americans, they look at the laws that we create as a country and the enforcement of those laws, and optics. The optics of it make you feel as if there's a cabal against african or black people black americans in this country i gotta i've been i've been indoctrinated with this pc it's really bullshit. hard to get away from the language yes i've been indoctrinated with this pc bullshit and i'm trying to stop it because african-american is so insulting to me well it's a misnomer it is it's absolutely a misnomer i'm not european-american and i wasn't aware of it until a friend nobody of mine, calls me european-american a friend of mine told me a story about a Jamaican uh, immigr uh -huh. immigrant that came to the United States and everybody called him an African American and it pissed him off. I can imagine it would. Because he is Jamaican. He is not African. And it just, it got under his skin and it upset him and I never realized, you know, how that would make somebody feel that's not from... Black people aren't from Africa. They Exclusively. Come, yeah. Black and brown people come from all over the world. All over the place. Even even in uh, you know they and were you know the they're thing born is, here, and you know the thing is, white people come from Africa oh, too. Oh my lord, isn't that amazing? Isn't that strange? Well, is it Josh Blue, the comedian? 
the the yeah. guy he's he's from he was born in South Africa. Right. So on his birth certificate, he's African American. <laughs> but he is white as Wait, the driven he has, snow. He has a birth certificate? Yeah. In America? Or in In from Africa. Yeah. From South Africa. I mean they do have a government. No, I mean <laughs> yes, that's not what I meant. He has a birth certificate in America. He he was born in South Africa. He was born in South Africa. And did they redo the paperwork? No, what I meant was maybe not on his birth certificate. Not his birth certificate. On his, on his visa. Whatever it is. His his, his citizenship. His, his papers. Yeah. His papers say he's African American. So as like what, under ethnicity? Yeah. That's hilarious. So he applies He's he's a guy with cerebral palsy. Yes. Yeah. So he up every he's time hilarious. he checks the box for African American, he gets all the benefits. So he's been accepted to college. Under under um, under the premise under, that he's un, under affirmative action because he's African American. He is African American. They cannot. He fits the definition of African American. They cannot deny him. You know, see, <laughs> can you even? That's so. That's so hilarious. I just want to know if anybody's ever called that white privilege, because mm. he is white. Yeah. So are they? And that to call it white privilege would be racist. Are you saying that because he's white, he doesn't he doesn't have any of the disadvantages that would come from coming from Africa? Or are you saying that coming from Africa does not inherently imply any disadvantages? And no matter which direction you take that, you reveal that the entire thing is bullshit. Yep. You open up a can of worms. Yeah. So you can't even begin to claim that Josh Blue has white privilege. He can't have white privilege by by claiming that he's African American because he is African American, so if it sucks to come from Africa, he should have those. And if it doesn't suck to come from Africa, then there shouldn't be any any fucking affirmative action about it. Yeah. So you lose. You exactly. everyone loses. Affirmative action is the, in my opinion, and this is not coming from a race standpoint. This is just coming from a humanity standpoint. I think affirmative action is wrong. I don't think that making things easier for someone based on race helps for any reason i i don't and you can there are definitely exceptions to be made and it has it would be on a case-by-case basis yes but it's universally true that making things easier for someone does not make them a better person now here here's here's the thing i i want to i want to extend an olive branch if two people apply to a college with identical grades, identical achievements, identical scholastic everything, everything on on their resume says that they're identical except for the race box. We we are going to accept one of them and not the other on the assumption that it was easier for one than the other. And yes. it, and since it was easy for you, it doesn't mean as much. Yes. I'll I can And I can't even say that that's that that's necessarily illogical, but what I don't like is the assumption that is being made based on race. Yes. I'll I'll extend that olive branch that if if two people are identical that the that the minority should probably given a be given a chance over the non-minority. I don't know. But it, you're still talking about a gray area and no two experiences can ever be identical. 
in, in humanity. You can't have two people that have ever had the same experiences. I think that the problem that I have with a lot of it is the fact that what we are saying is that your race is a is the biggest determining factor in who you are as a person. Mm. And that is what I disagree with. Yeah. I'll agree that um, people of color and, and, uh, and minorities in this country aren't treated... How do I want to word it? They're not right down the middle treated exactly the same as Caucasians on paper but I'm but I will say I want to get rid of the the box that you have to check to to say who you are yes I want to I just I, that should not be there I just don't like it N- I don't do like I. keeping I, I don't I'm like keeping statistics it. based on that I've been skipping that box on surveys um, yeah I've been putting uh, do not specify or if that's an option there's whatever and you know what if you if somebody's gonna make the argument that I have white privilege Am I not giving that up by just because yeah. I'm not I'm not putting white? Yeah, they don't. They have no idea. I don't want them yep. to know. So it doesn't I don't matter. want them. To, I don't want if if they would judge me better because I checked the box that says white, then I'm forfeiting that. Yep, you're 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 denying any kind of privilege that you may have gotten because of your whiteness, and you're also denying any disadvantage that you may have gotten because of a non-white issue just by not checking the box you're negating either or you're negating the disadvantage of being a minority and you're negating the advantage or the perceived advantage of being a non-minority indeed so um yeah i I mean we could go on yeah Uh, we we race is it's such a stupid thing to argue about I know that again. It's our white privilege <laughs> to I'm sit so here and say. I'm so fucking sick of being told that I don't get to be part of the conversation. Yeah, it, because I'm white. How's that not racist? That is racist. Is what I'm saying wrong? No. Maybe. Yeah. Okay, you could make the claim that it's easier for me to say it because I'm white. What the fuck does that matter? That yeah. has nothing to do with the the validity of the points that I'm making. No. Yeah, and and it is easier for us to say that, that is race such a cop out. That matter. is so intellectually lazy. That mm-hmm. is what you say when you can't argue with me about it. That is what you say when you don't have anything to actually uh, say to address what I'm talking about. That's what you say to shut me down. Yep, that's the say. That's what happens right before name calling. It's dishonest and lazy, and I don't like it. And grow up. Yeah, I hear you. Um. So let's uh, let's sidetrack the veer off of this yeah, the race getting, thing. We've I'm, we've we've beat I'm this. I'm getting tilted. We beat this dead horse. Um, so uh, the newest uh, the newest thing is is uh, the Democrats now want to pass a law can to we, create a committee. Can we? Can we? Who? Who? Nancy who, Pelosi. Okay. Nancy Pelosi. Let's try to stay away the from leader the leader of the Democrats are this or the Republicans are that because it really comes down to individuals. I doubt all Democrats agree with this. No, and... And, and I doubt all Republicans Demo- say disagree. This. Democrats in the House. The, the Democrats in the House of Representatives, um, and maybe not all of them, I'm just okay. saying that... so a subset of privileged career politicians yes. want to do something for their side. So what they want to do and that's is... that's not shocking. They want to create a committee that the entire point of this bipartisan committee 
is to determine um, whether the president is able to discharge his duties as president. So eventually, essentially, it would be a committee to determine whether or not the way I see it, whether or not the, the president, the president is able to be the president. Yeah, the, whether or not the president that the people elected is valid enough to be president. What do you? What do you? When you say valid, because I doubt that's what it says. It says when you say valid. What do you mean? When I say valid, um, I see it as just another way for them. Maybe to... maybe competent is competent a better word. Their their verbiage is, um, let me let me pull it up here. They they say something like mentally fit. Oh gosh, yeah. What does that mean? That's what I mean. See, I think that that's really that is really open. I mean, it's. It's so broad, and to some degree, it probably needs to be. I think that a lot of legislation should be made to be as generic as possible because that is really the only way that you can universally apply any real, you know, principle to anything is generically. But, like, for example, I don't like that there are laws against using your cell phone in your car. I don't like it because it specifically specifies, I think it says mobile device or something like that. We already have laws that you're not supposed to be distracted in your vehicle, do we not? So I really feel like that falls under the same, the principle there is that you shouldn't be distracted. So right here's the, the, the verbiage of it. Um, so that it would be called the Commission on Presidential Capacity to Discharge the Powers and Duties of the Office. Capacity? Yes. The, the Commission on Presidential Capacity to Discharge the Powers and Duties of the Office. The 17 members of the Bipartisan Commission would work with the Vice President to determine whether the President is unable to discharge the powers and duties of his office. No, the Vice to... President cannot be involved in that. That's an immediate conflict of well, interest. Well, actually, right now, the Vice President is the one that brings it up. As it, it shouldn't stands, be. The 25th Absolutely Amendment. Absolutely not. That's a, that's a, that is, oh, I don't like so that here's, at all. Here's, that is a conflict of interest. Of course, me, if the vice president, if the vice president wants to be president, <laughs> all they have to do yes. is say, hey, this guy can't do the job. So me. Yeah. Time instead. out. Time out. Time out. I get what you're saying. But that's obviously an ethical problem. <laughs> the way it stands right now is the vice president and the presidential cabinet would go to Congress and say, this guy is out of control. He cannot be. Uh, he cannot be taken seriously. He needs to be removed from office. If the president disagrees with that, then two thirds of Congress, both houses, two thirds of the House of Representatives and two thirds of the Senate, are required to remove him from office. That's the way it sits right now. So if the vice president and the cabinet say, "That's fine," yes. Because it does require Congress. Well, that's, if, that's checks and balances. Yes. If if the president says, no, I'm fine. What the hell are you talking about? Then Congress has to vote on it. And it's and almost then, an and impeachment. Then, and then they'll be like, well, I mean, he looks fine to he me. He looks fine to me. Yeah. Uh, what are you? He's talking to us. I, I understand you don't like the guy. <laughs> I understand you don't like the guy. But we can't just, you know, <laughs> 30 million people. 
So what they want to do is now they want to create this commission, which is not in the 25th Amendment. It says that the, there's one caveat in the 25th Amendment that says that or by law, Congress deems. So there's a there's a this they, would be the law. Yeah, they left it open in case later on we wanted to make this commission. I feel the commission is unnecessary. Um, but I this, feel. The 17 members of the Bipartisan Commission would work with the vice president to determine whether the president is unable to discharge the powers and duties of his office due to physical or mental incapacity. Who determines, who determines that? Well, what is incapacity? Yeah, and is there, is there, a, is, is there a physician or some sort of um, you know, medical determination here? Or is it just these 17 people that now become... The presidential approvers, so to speak. So, yeah, you don't get to just no do that. That's bullshit. Yeah, because here's how I see that playing out: the American people elect Donald J. Trump in 2016. This 17 member bipartisan commission is, uh, we'll just say, uh, eight, eight, eight Republicans, nine Democrats, and the Republicans are never Trumpers. So the these 17 people now hold the power of the vote in their hand. Yeah. This committee now can negate an American election. And that is scary to me. Another thing I'm thinking, Nancy Pelosi's own words. This is not about Trump. This is a quote, 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 quote. This is not about President Trump. Pelosi maintained Friday. He will face the judgment of the voters, but he shows the need for us to create a process for future presidents. We this have is, one. This is about Biden. We have In my one. opinion, this is about Biden. This committee that they want to put together is for when Biden, if Biden wins, this is so that they can remove Biden without the need of two-thirds of Congress. No. This is so that no matter who wins, whether it's Biden or Trump. Good point. It's it's it's, it's they a don't, power grab. They don't want Biden or Trump. Well, they I definitely think, want not Trump. Yeah. Here's here's what but Biden's not. Here's what I think this is. I think this is the American people did something that they had never done in their history and they voted for a guy that the establishment did not want. The establishment was not involved in this election. Yeah, he just happened to be somebody who had the funds to, yep. to run a campaign. And he's the only person, in my opinion, that could have done it because he had the money to fund his own campaign. He was completely outside of he the He was already in packs. the public eye Yep, because he was somewhat of a celebrity. They want to say... This is so that that so that Donald Trump can never happen again. So that the American people cannot ever decide the presidency outside of the club, hmm. the club that is the elites. Believe me, I hate using terms like the elites. Well, the elites in Washington. Think about it. There, Joe Biden has been in office for forty-seven years. Nate, tell me what he's accomplished well it i don't this isn't an election thing i don't this think is a, you need to even speak to his accomplishments 47 years what i hear is 
for at least 47 years, he has not had an actual job. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been made to understand how life actually works, how what the American people read. He doesn't. He has no idea what the American people. He's not people, a citizen anymore. He has no idea. I mean, he is, but he's not a. He has no idea what the American people really need because he isn't one of them. No, he's outside. He's not doing American life. No. He doesn't understand cultural problems. He doesn't understand economic problems. He's been removed from it completely. Yes. Just as any other member yeah. of Congress. And I'm. I'm I'm all, I don't care whether you have an R in front of your name or a D in front of your name. If you've been in office for 47 fucking years, you've been there too long. Probably is way too... Yeah, it's too long. It's too yeah. long. Probably, like... I don't even... 10 years would be yeah. too... Like, how, how easy is it to forget your troubles within a couple of years? Especially when you're getting all these kickbacks from super PACs and lobbyists Mm -hmm. and everything. Why would you want to leave? Why would you want to leave? You, I I guarantee they're making way more than they're prescribed. Your healthcare is better than the, um, the American people. So that this is bullshit that they should have the same fucking, they should have the same thing that we get. They passed Obamacare and forced all the American people into this fucking system that they're exempt from. That's bullshit. They should be they should be subject to their own laws, for one. Two, they should not be able to take uh, they should not be able to take uh, lobbyist money. I understand the point of lobbying. Yes. So that potentially there are small interest groups. There are people who have unique problems. But that's not what lobbying is no. today. No. Lobbying today is a corruption of that. Lobby- lobbying is corporatist today. It's bribes. It's, Let's it's, just call it's it a lot it of is. There's lots of bribes. There's lots of stuff going on that shouldn't be. And not only that, it's... it's. Uh, I mean, you're just dog-earing provisions on a bill that, you know, there are legitimate issues that could that could be solved but a lot of these bills get shut down because somebody dog ears something on there Mm -hmm. that has nothing to do with the original issue and is totally unfair and so you have a good bill what what is good at its core and you either have to not pass it because a bunch of the poor corollary bullshit has been attached to it or pass it and have all of this unnecessary it's cancer I liked um, going Rand, into the legislation. Rand Paul tried to pass another bill um, as well that that was um, one bill, one page, uh, essentially. I yeah, and that was in an effort to defeat what we're talking about right yes. now. One page it, is yeah. really restrictive. It is. It, it is. should. They should be kept short, but one one. Does like law, I get his idea, but that's does that's a not, law really need a thousand pages though? It shouldn't. It should be fairly simple to understand. You but, shouldn't. But again, see the thing is, these laws you have to. There's a lot you can't just say. You can't just have a law that says don't do this. Mm-hmm. You have a law that says don't do this, and then you have okay. If you do this, then here's the process you go through. If you do this, then here are the possible punishments. If you do this then here's here's how you can get out you know here's what you, there's so much more that's attached to that that's a prescription of 
what happens when you break the law yes then having having less to do with what the law itself is saying because and you and you need that too because if you didn't have that then you'd have judges who are giving unnecessarily high sentences or low yep low sentences to people they like and high sentences to people they don't like so you have to have some prescription of what what is to be considered a fair punishment you can't just have one page yeah now the uh, one way you could hypothetically get around that is if you had it like classifications like strict broad classifications like and we do to some extent but they're all treated differently right now i think really you should have this is if you have class abc misdemeanor and abc felony those are you just that's your sentencing this is a class a misdemeanor and the sentencing for that is as such yes then if you had a system like that in place some kind of a framework like that you could probably do a one bill one page because you'd literally you just say to be classified as class a misdemeanor this act yeah period yep then you could simplify it but that's not how it works right now well the other thing that they the other thing that he i I believe that what that really would do is you could have your thousand page bill or whatever but the 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 summary page the summary of said bill would be able to fit on one page and you wouldn't be allowed to attach Anything, anything else that to it. isn't addressed that isn't, on that, that one page yeah. that i could okay that sounds fair so you can't just have uh, let's say we wanted to pass a bill um for road signs um just i'm just throwing that out there you couldn't throw in there a caveat on yes okay we're going to do road signs but we also have to um we we also want to provide uh, funding for mailboxes in in that same bill what his amendment would have said is, okay, that's great. We need to have another bill for the mailbox portion of this bill. We need to create a whole new law for this. We can't just throw it in as an extra on this law, which I... Yeah, and then it would have to stand on its own merits. Stand on its own merits. Rather than being attached than, to something yeah, else that's good Holding Holding a bill hostage yeah. is what, what we constantly have going on in this country is even right now with the coronavirus relief, they they want to throw in a bunch of a bunch of aid to these to the yeah, state to the states and all this other stuff. This should not be a bipartisan. This should not or it should not be a partisan issue. No, it's because it's becoming one. Yes, and it's both sides. It they is. They just want to attach a bunch of other shit to it. See now, no, uh, just agree on that. Yes. Stop trying to you jam up the whole process. If you want those other things to pass, then bring them up and they can be judged on their own merits yeah don't try to get that much done just because it's your 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 single congressional session and you don't want to come back or whatever exactly yeah well we're 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 running out of time here um i i we could either uh, i'm thinking instead of in lieu of another break we'll just we'll just uh, end it for today um yeah and then we'll um We'll come back to another thing. So one thing that we didn't get to touch on today that I want to touch on next time is there was an article from the Wall Street Journal um, basically saying that uh, American spending is going to, uh, our debt is going to exceed our income for the first time since World War II in the next couple of years. So um, that that's something 
I think that the, the Republicans are trying to address with this coronavirus relief, the reason why they don't want to spend $4 trillion on this is because for the first time since World War II, we're going to be spending more than we're bringing in, um, which is a dangerous territory. you got to think of how you run your house. You, 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 don't, you don't spend more than what you earn because you, you just can't do that or else you're going to go broke. Um, mm-hmm. And we and we 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 were we're teetering, uh, we're teetering on a on another not not a recession, um, we're we're teetering on a depression, um, which is not what we want. Um, so we'll talk about that next time. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening to another episode, putting up with our crap uh, for yet another episode. Um, I want to mention real quick that this. Um, that by the time this airs um, and before next week, we'll have our one year in. So this episode, uh, the Sunday before Columbus Day, marks uh, a year. This is our this is our one year anniversary of doing this podcast. This is 40... 47. 47. So we've missed what five, five episodes five, out of a year? Five weeks. That's I'd say that's. Pretty I mean, good. I w- I work. That's pretty consistent. We have day jobs. Yeah, and we yeah. get people get sick. <laughs> Um, things happens. happen, so I think we we we've we've had a good year. Um, I want to thank everybody that that has uh, been on this journey with us so far. Uh, there's a lot of people to thank. Um, so I I, I want to thank Anchor just for getting us out there. Oh man, better, Anchor Anchor better, Anchor better. has yeah. <laughs> we've already we've already exceeded. Um, right now we've had almost a hundred plays on Anchor, and we have twenty two. Uh, 22 listeners um, so far. Just and just we've from, only been on Anchor for a month. Yeah, not not no. maybe maybe two or three episodes so far. Yeah, actually, Less this is our third episode on yeah. Anchor. Yep. Um, so the first episode had 55 plays. We're really thankful for that. Um, the the last episode only had 21 plays, but that's still well exceeding. Uh, already the, the plays that we got on Podbean, yeah, so. um, and we've got an estimated um, estimated audience of 22 persons across four different countries. So that's um, interesting. It is really cool. Yeah, I've I've found that this is not a fluke. It's not it's not VPNs. We actually have users in other countries that are listening. That is, um, I'm I, I would like to ask you why. Yeah, I'm flabbergasted. <laughs> uh, Ger- please please tell us. Germany Germany United Kingdom and Ireland Ireland is actually at the top of the list. We. we Besides uh, the United States, it's probably us mentioning Irish heritage at one yeah. point or another. Um, it's really not that deep. So if you're listening based on that, I would ask you not to because it's really you're not going to get an Irish yeah, experience no, here. No, yeah, yeah. Just because his last name is Morgan, I can tell you every time I take a drink, I'll I'll say Slancha. How's that sound? <laughs> but yeah, just because his last name is Morgan doesn't mean <laughs> uh, nothing. It means absolutely nothing. Uh, and Clayton, you could be forgiven for mistaking me. For Irish, based on how I look, though, yeah. you could be forgiven. For yeah, that. and um, and the Clayton is uh, English, so those in the is United States. I thought it was French. No, well, it's it's French, It's French only because um, we came to England during the Norman invasion from of France. William the Conqueror came. Oh, came, yeah, that's when. Robert de Clayton. So you were raped? Is that what I'm hearing? No, actually, no? we were the ones doing the raping. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, it was our gotcha. it, it was our family that so it's, invaded. Oh, I invaded. Keep, I see. So they brought yeah. the war the name Clayton to France. No, actually, no. You're confusing. Me. I am. Uh, the history is that um, 
Robert, Robert, um, I don't know what his name was before he came to, to, to England, but he came with William the Conqueror, and they won the Battle of Hastings. And because of his, because of Robert's uh, bravery or whatever in the Battle of Hastings that helped them defeat England, he was given um, the, the, uh, the title of Earl of Clayton. So he, he was given oh, it was the town. Region. He was given the town of Clayton, and became that the Clayton in England, and he became the Earl of okay. that area. So, so that's but, there, our, but this was a French man. He was a he was from French. Oh, he was he was he from was, France. From from from, from French. From, from the from, Norman area of France, right. early France. Okay. And then, so you are a Norman rapist. <laughs> yeah. Sure. That's what I'm here. Sure. Um, so at any rate, um, we thank everyone from all the foreign entities and all of the folks listening on Anchor. Um, we're on Spotify. We're on Breaker. Um, we're on Google Podcasts. We're on iTunes. You can go to our new website, thebtlpodcast.com. Uh, that is now live. Uh, there's not a lot there. There's but really it's not. There. We're working on it. But we, I took we a, actually I did, I did have, a couple of things today. We actually have a website. So Indeed. You, you go to thebtlpodcast.com. Um, you can email us at podcast at the BTL podcast.com. Um, or you can uh, email us individually, uh, Mike at the BTL podcast.com, Scott at the BTL podcast.com. If you want to get a hold of Jesse, um, you can. He also has an email. He address. also has an email address, Jesse at the BTL podcast.com. You can shoot him some email if you're one of those lefties. Uh, that, su- <laughs> that, that support him. <laughs> well, no, he's an independent now. He is. He says big, big news, big news. That's what uh, he says. Jesse, Jesse, uh, that's what I'm, I'm going to let him explain it the next time he's on, because yeah. I do want to talk to him about that. Um, but uh, he's, he's emphasized very much that he is no longer a Democrat or a Republican. Obviously he is uh, an independent. He has lost his faith in the system um, as did the rest of us. Um, I, I still I, I'm not to the point yet where I want to get rid of my designation as a Republican because I want to keep my ability to vote in the Republican pi- primaries. I um, just find it difficult to be fair if I'm a, if I'm aligning myself. I'm just I align myself with universal goodness sure. and truth, but et just cetera, et cetera, and both sides can commit wrongs yeah. or rights. Just because just I'm a, matter a of, registered it's a, Republican, it's a case by case thing, doesn't mean I'm loyal to the party. Um, at one point, I was, but you I, are I learned legally deplorable. That's what you are. <laughs> I I learned. Um, I, I yeah. I don't want to get into it right now. We're trying to end the podcast, but anyway. <laughs> Thank you for everyone for listening. Go to the P, uh, go to the btlpodcast.com, the btlpodcast.com and check us out. Um, check us out there. You can leave us messages on anchor.fm forward slash between the line show. You can follow up with us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash PA between the lines. And you can hit us up on Twitter at the BTL podcast. Um, I hope everyone is uh, continuing to stop setting fire to everything um california would like it if they had less fires so if people could stop setting fires to everything that'd be great um anything that you want to add there scott i would take that as a no No. so uh until next week no um just calm calm the hell down um let let the cooler heads prevail uh let's listen to each other 
and uh, be good be good to each other. Um, what what's the thing that Bill and Ted says? Um, always be excellent, be excellent to each other. Always be excellent to each other.